The Mariners did exactly what they needed to against Justin Verlander, but Scott Service just couldn't help himself. And now he and his club find themselves down 0-1 in the ALDS. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Tuesday night, October 11, 2022. Mariners lose a gut richer in Houston, 8-7. to seven. This is Tide Gonzalez and Colby Patno for the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description below. So let's just hop right into it. Because I think we all know what we're here to discuss. The Robbie Ray decision. Bringing him in to face Jordan Alvarez. Well, let's even talk about the decision to bring in Paul Seawald first. Uh, the, the Mariners, of course, at one point in this game led 7-3. to three. They got six runs off of Justin Verlander. Uh, they knocked him out after four innings. Everything was going perfectly then Andreas Munoz didn't have a great inning in the eighth gave up a two-run home run hanging a slider to Alex Bregman and then we get to the bottom of the ninth Mariners did not score any more runs which you know th- there is criticism to be had there but also they got 13 hits they they scored seven runs in a, on a day in which Justin Verlander pitched like they they did their job for the most part uh, but we get to the to the bottom of the ninth here obviously could not use Munoz again because he was already at 20-plus pitches after his inning, and I just did not trust him whatsoever after that point. But you go to Paul Seawald instead of Eric Swanson, who still hasn't pitched in the postseason and has been one of your best relievers, one of the best relievers in all of baseball, statistically speaking. Um, and he's been on your postseason roster. It's not like he's hurt, at least that we know of. Uh, but you go with Seawald, who gave up four earned runs on Saturday against the Blue Jays. Has been overall shaky lately. And then, you know, he gives up a couple base runners. You get to Jordan Alvarez, and you go to Robbie Ray. And this, to me, Colby, was Scott Service's John Schneider moment. This was ignoring the scouting report. This was bring in the uh, taking out Gossman, bringing in the lefty to face Carlos Santana, flipping him to the right side. This was that for Scott Service because going into this game, Jordan Alvarez was hitting 833 against Robbie Ray in 2022. And on top of that, he was he had posted a 183 WRC plus against left-handed pitchers. This was I, I understand what Scott Service was trying to do. I don't agree with it at all. Because clearly he thought what he thought he was doing was trying to, you know, win a win a game, get weird with it. But all he was doing was just getting really weird with it for really no reason whatsoever, because it doesn't make sense. It goes against the scouting report. Colby, what the heck, man? What Scott Service did today is a fireable offense. I'm not saying they should fire Scott Service. But if John Stanton walked into the hotel tomorrow and said, you're fired, I would back him up on it. It was that bad. It is that moronic. Who have been your two worst pitchers in the entire month of September? Paul Seawald, Robbie Ray. Who did you go to to try and close out a crucial game one? If you win that game, you only have to split the remaining four and you're going to the ALCS. And you've beaten Verlander. You've beaten their best guy without your best guy. That game is crucial. And Scott Service folded like a cheap suit. He choked. 
That is a dumb decision. There's no rationalization. I understand what he was trying to do. No, you don't. You don't. Because Eric Swanson's significantly better against lefties. Eric Swanson's been significantly better than Paul Seawald in this month. I don't care that Andres Munoz didn't have it. Okay, great. He gave up two runs. You still had a two-run lead, and you went to your two worst guys against the top of their order, the middle of their order, to try and win a game that you needed. You have to win that game based on where you were at. And honestly, because Scott decided to get cute and because he choked, I don't think the Mariners have a chance to win this series. I think Scott Service lost this series for the Mariners today for no reason. Why? Because you didn't want to use Eric Swanson against lefty. Swanson's great against lefties. And if you want that lefty-lefty matchup, go to Matt Boyd. He's been much better than Robbie Ray has been all month. Like It's not close. There's no justifiable thought process that could lead Scott Service to go, I'm going Paul Seawald, and if he gets into trouble, I'm going Robbie Ray. That's moronic. You just had two days off. Everybody was available. You had Swanson. Swanson hasn't pitched in a week. In a week. Matt Boyd hasn't pitched in eight days. They're available. You didn't use them. And now your team has to win three of the next four. You're going to have to face Framber Valdez. You're going to have to face Verlander once again. You think you're going to score six off of Verlander again? You're not. And you just lost the series. It's done. You cannot, you're not going to recover from that. I don't care how resilient this clubhouse is. You're not going to recover from that. And all of a sudden, what you have is you win this game. You're sending Luis Castillo out there tomorrow or Thursday with a really good shot to get up 2 nothing on the Astros. Coming home to try and clinch with two chances to clinch on your home ballpark. And you went with your two worst guys out of the pen to try and hold that lead. It's fireable. Scott Service can be fired. I wouldn't, I, I don't care. He can be fired for that. He won't be. And I think the idea that, well, Scott's always struggled with bullpen. No, not really. Not the last two or three years. He's been very good at this. So that's yeah. what makes this decision so far out of left field. Nothing made sense. We, it wasn't, this isn't like revisionist history. Ty and I were talking on the DMs and none of this made sense. You went to Diego Castillo in the seventh. That worked fine, whatever. But then you go to Paul Seawald and then Robbie Ray when Seawall can't finish it off in the ninth. None of this made sense. Eric Swanson is sitting out there. He has like an ERA of like two that he's had for what? I don't know, eight months now, six months now. Yeah. He's been great against lefties, and you didn't use him. You sat him out there for no reason. And if Swanson's hurt and he can't pitch today, he shouldn't be on your playoff roster. Exactly. And that's a Scott Service decision. So there is nothing that is rational. There is nothing that is understanding. There is no bone I have to throw to Scott Service. He failed. He choked, yeah, no. and as much as Robbie Ray and as much as Paul Seawald have to wear this one, so does Scott Service. He didn't put his players in the best position to win this game. He lost, and because of it, the Mariners' season likely over. It's done. He failed. He failed, and I, I and and like you said, I don't know how you recover from this. I really don't. I really don't. Even for this clubhouse, which I've said time and time again, does not get too low. And I know Julio was coming off the field, you know, kind of grinning and all that like he did, you know, against the Braves when they blew the lead against the Braves, all that. That's fine. But this, I mean, you just talked about the opportunity that you just let slip through your fingers with this. You had a chance to go to Luis Castillo in game two and head to Seattle potentially up 2-0 with two chances to advance to the ALCS. And now, I mean, look, you know, and we'll, I, I, mm, 
now that because I, I I I sat in the same spot after the home run like for like thirty minutes straight, and I was starting to think, and you know, maybe it's just cope. Maybe I'm sucking the copium, but there there is a path here still to get back on the right track, and we'll talk about that later. But right now, I just it's so frustrating. It's so hard to imagine how you get out of this hole that you've dug yourself in and it's and it, you didn't even need to be here in the first place again where is eric swanson we need answers like is whoever is interviewing scott service right now obviously you're not listening to this at least at the moment that it would matter but whoever is uh, interviewing scott service i hope that they ask where the hell is, is eric swanson one of the best relievers in all of baseball statistically where is he where is he why is he on your postseason roster if he if you are not going to use him? It doesn't make any sense. So again, like what I mean by like I get what Scott was doing, all that means is that I Scott just thought like, hey, like I'm gonna use my top starter, quote unquote, which he's not at all. <laughs> and I'm gonna use one of my best relievers, quote unquote, which he hasn't been for the last month. But Scott Service wanted to trust his guys. That's what he was trying to do. And it blew up in his face because you have to go with the hot hand in the postseason, man. You got to go with the hot hand. You got to go with what's working for you right now. And also on top of this, what makes us so dumb is the fact that Robbie Ray pitched just three days ago. He's on short rest. He's a starter. It's so backwards. It's so backwards. Why wouldn't you go to George Kirby if you're going to go to a starter in the ninth? Like, Kirby threw 20 pitches two days ago. He's fine. And he can say, well, he's going to start game three. Who cares? He can throw 20 pitches on Tuesday and start on Thursday as well. That can totally happen. Or Saturday. That can totally happen. It's not. It, there's nothing about this that made sense whatsoever. Scott, it honestly felt like he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to sneak one by here. I'm going to give... You know, I'm going to give Eric Swanson 10 days off. Oh, look how smart. I. What good does that do? You're sitting here talking about rest versus rust and all that stuff. Swanson hasn't pitched in a week. And it's not like there weren't opportunities to use them. You could have used them when you used Brash. You could have used them in the ninth. You could have used them in the seventh. It doesn't make sense. You went to your two worst guys out in that pen. The two guys, especially against a lefty. Robbie Ray doesn't great against lefties, especially this Robbie Ray. He left two fastballs right in the middle of the plate. You cannot trust Robbie Ray whatsoever. And honestly, you can't really trust Paul Seawald, not in that situation. If you want to say, well, he put him out there for the ninth and, you know, for the eight, nine, one, like, okay, fine. He faces those three guys. Then it's Swanson automatically. It's Swanson if they have to go to four, five, or two, four, two, three, four. And the reason it's Swanson is because Swanson's good against righties and lefties. So that lefty in the middle doesn't matter when you have Eric Swanson because Swanson handles lefties. I don't care that they didn't intentionally walk Jordan Alvarez. That's another thing I've seen. I don't care about it. Once you go to Robbie Ray, you can't. Because then you just loaded the bases for Robbie Ray to face Alex Bregman. Game's over. Game's over. So uh, to me, this game ended and the series ended the minute that uh, Scott went out there and put Robbie Ray in the game. I would rather have Scott have uh, have Paul Seawall try to get out. Jordan Alvarez and Robbie Ray. I, I would, I would have, ra- I, I would have rather they had lost on a walk off off of Seawald or, or Swanson, mm-hmm. straight up. 
or Munoz even like because again you went like, against the scouting report you went against the numbers the numbers are telling you no no don't use him in flashing neon signs don't use Robbie Ray here take the hints get pent Scott so let's I want to I do want to talk about the intentionally walking thing and, and talk more about Swanson and and then I do want to give some props to the offense in, in just a moment but real quick a reminder this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after whatever the hell that was. Um, yeah. Okay, so the intentionally walking uh, uh, Jordan Alvarez conversation. I agree with you, too. I mean, I think what people are saying there is you just leave Seawald in to face Bregman, which... Uh, I honestly I like that better than putting in Robbie Ray to face mm-hmm. Jordan Alvarez though. So, you know, maybe people have a point on that front. But just again, why the hell is Eric Swanson on the roster if you're not going to use him? And especially when you have Chris Flexen on the taxi squad who's actually pitched really well against the Astros this year. Like just none of it makes sense. Like so if Swanson is not available, why isn't Flexen on the roster? Mm-hmm. It just the the roster right. construction like the fact that the roster was completely the same from toronto is weird you know you and i talked about that that we thought there was going to be at least a couple of differences that maybe either marco or, or flexen was going to make it maybe even Cade marlowe would be on this roster but no it's the same exact roster and it just again the way that it's constructed hell man i would even put matt festa out there instead of robbie ray like what are we doing here? Like, I get, like, again, going back to the whole, like, I get what Scott Service is trying is thinking. He wants a strikeout there, but again, <laughs> Robbie Ray didn't have outs. strikeout stuff, but he also didn't have strikeout stuff <laughs> in Toronto. So, mm-hmm. like, his slider was flat after the first inning. He has no, like, no command over the fastball whatsoever, and so it just. It blows my mind. It blows He's, my mind. This is galaxy brain stupid. Yeah. Robbie Ray is a bad pitcher right now. He's not a bad pitcher, but right now he is, right? I've seen a lot of people, oh, they should trade him. They should DF. Like, no, <laughs> don't be stupid. That's emotional. That's fine. I understand it, but don't be stupid. Robbie Ray is a good pitcher. He has not been for the last month. And when you get into the playoffs, that's what matters, right? Robbie Ray can be great from April until August, but if he's really bad in September and he just blew up three days ago in October, you have to make the adjustment. You can't keep treating this like the same guy. That's not how you work. You have to play the percentages here. And so Eric Swanson's very good against lefties. But like you said, I would have rather gone Matt Festa. I would have rather walked Jordan and 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 tried to have uh, you know, Seawald get Bregman out. Like what Scott did was literally the dumbest possible option he had and it felt like honestly he felt it felt like he was doing it just so he could stick it to people for like starting ray in game two it felt personal 
Like I'm going to get Robbie Ray in this game. And if you cared so much about lefty lefty, Matt Boyd has been significantly better than, than Robbie Ray has in the month of September. Yep. And Boyd hasn't pitched in eight days either. Yep. So what are we doing? You had two guys who were having pitched in over a week or in a week or more. They didn't pitch in Toronto and they didn't pitch again today. Two guys who have been significantly better than Robbie Ray. Two guys who have honestly been significantly better than Paul Seawald. And you didn't use either one of them. I, it just, it's like you said, it's galaxy brain dumb. And that's why if, if the Mariners fired Scott service tomorrow, I'll miss you, Scott, yeah. but this this is this is that bad. This is that bad of an offense that yeah, you're, it's fair for people to question your job. Now again, I I don't think they're going to fire him. And, no, they're not. And honestly, no, no, they no. should. And honestly, they shouldn't. Right? No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yes, you like Scott. The body of work for Scott Service is is such that like yeah, he gets he gets a couple of these. Right? Yeah. Like it's and, not. And look, it's the culture that he's built that I'm so. Mm-hmm fairly confident that they can write the ship and i know that you're not right now and i'm sure this is the last thing anyone listening to the show wants to hear right now but this clubhouse is incredibly strong as we all know and i and i know you said you don't care about how resilient this is you think that it's over and that's totally fine and that's totally fair and i get that i feel that way too so you know i'm just kind of coping right now i'm gonna be real about that but i would be shocked if this gets to a game four that's where i'm at right now well, because it's just, it's such a deflating loss. You feel like you've just been stabbed in the heart. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I, I get that. But you've just if, wasted probably the best offensive performance you could have possibly hoped for in the postseason. You yep. wasted it because yep. Julio and Ty carried you. Yeah. And those are the two guys you need to carry. And, and also, uh, Gino had a great game. Your one, two, three, amazing. Yeah. Right? And even your nine hole hitter, JP, he did stuff yeah. today. Like nine, one, two, three Kel- against Kelnick had a couple of hits. Like, yeah, like Frazier had got, another hit. Yeah. Everybody but Carlos Santana had a hit today. You had 13 hits, right? Seven runs. You're not going to do that again. Certainly not against uh, Framber Valdez, right? You're not yeah. going to do that. You're probably not going to do that again against Verlander. And Verlander is going to pitch again in the series if you want to win it. Like, yeah. if you still think you can win, understand you're going to face Justin Verlander again. Do you think you're going to get the same result? And if you do, based on what? Yeah, I think the only way that you avoid Verlander is if you win the next three. Yeah, good luck. You have to take and, down Valdez, and you have to take down McCullers. Yep, and then likely Luis Garcia, because we did see Javier today. So I don't know if Javier yeah. would pitch game four. But right. anyway, and that's a, that's another discussion discussion for another time. Yep. But, okay, so at the end of this, though, you know, it is the culture that Scott Service has built and the resilience of this team that we have seen time and time again. And, you know, and they have fallen down, you know, 0-1 in series in the past against really good teams. They fell 0-1 to the Braves. They've, you know, they've done this before, obviously not on this kind of stage, not of this kind of magnitude, but this is a team that, again, and I've said time and time again on the show, does not get too low. So if anyone is going to recover from this, as unlikely as that seems and as, you know, as much of a gut punch this is, if anyone can do it, it's the Seattle Mariners team. And one of the reasons is this offense is cooking right now. You know, it, again today against one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, who's likely going to win the American League Cy Young Award, 
they dominated him. Like, flat mm-hmm. out. Destroyed Justin Verlander Day. He only goes four innings. They get six runs off of him. And they were doing it by moving the line. It wasn't just a walk and a home run type of situation. You know, they did get a big home run with JP, who, wow, that was <laughs> most surprising, like, power. most surprising home run ever, considering how crushed it was. Yeah, he got all of it, and you wasted it, so yeah, nobody yeah. will ever remember it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's pain. Uh, that is the epitome of pain. Uh, thanks for reminding me, Colby. Appreciate it. Yeah, just I'm just in case you weren't sure, the Mariners did lose this game. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. Like, yeah, yeah, kind of a big deal. Just dry, yeah. just driving the knife in a little further. Just, I, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, it's over. The Mariners are toast. They're not recovering from this. And I hope that you, you can clip this and play this on Tuesday's show. That's fine. I'll wear it. I'll be too happy to care. But it's over. It's done. Lights out. Turn off the lights out of the clubhouse. You're done. Scott robbed the Mariners of any shot to win this, to win this series. Because now, again, like I said, they have to win three of the next four against Houston. Right? And you're only going to be able to start Castillo on normal rest in one of those games. And that's assuming Castillo's good. <laughs> like, right. I, I think Castillo will be good, but Castillo had a few blow up starts there, and you never know in a, in a one like today, Verlander, great all year, terrible start, right? That could happen to Castillo. And if it does, you're, you're done. So, yeah. Yeah. No, you're like, you're done if you're down 0 2. Or, you uh, have, yeah, down you had to find a way to Seattle. split. But and I still like I think there's there's a decent chance. I wouldn't say it's a good chance to beat Framber on what is it, Thursday? Schedule mm-hmm. so stupid. On Thursday afternoon, yeah. like there's a decent chance you can do that. It's not good. Like it's less than 50-50, I would say. And that's why losing this one hurts so much. Because you would have had one in your back pocket, you would have had the momentum, and you probably I would say you had a legitimate 50-50 shot to go beat Framber and go up two nothing and have two opportunities to win this series at your home ballpark. And he blew it. Choked. Folded <laughs> like a cheap suit. Whatever expression you want to use. Yeah. Scott threw up on himself and hard. Like, and like, I mean, I, I know that, you know, Robbie has to pitch better, and I know that Seawald has to pitch better, and I know Munoz didn't throw it particularly well. Don't care. Don't care. Because at the end of the day, it's on the manager to put the pieces in the right spot. And he did, you know, Scott went to Munoz against the middle of the order. Okay. In the eighth, fine. That, that's fine by me. I don't care about that. That's good. Good decision. You could have let him face the bottom of the order. Like the whole 22 pitch thing. He just had two days off and he's going to have another one tomorrow. I just, it, you know, we, we've gone through this, like literally Ray is the, the least, um, it was just the stupidest thing you could have done. Just, yeah. You, we make a list of, you know, what's the dumbest thing Scott Service can possibly do in this series? Number one, boom. Robbie Ray versus Jordan Alvarez with the game on the line. And that's yeah. exactly what he did. So yeah. he'll have to wear this one forever. I hope he has to uh, answer questions about it forever because he deserves to wear it. Like, this is as bad as it gets. Straight up. You know, and it's a bummer we have to live through this. Um, you know, it just, especially after the, the comeback win on on Saturday, and then you just the comeback loss, I guess, is your next game. It just, it all piles up, and uh, you know, it's hard to feel anything too positive about this team because let's say hypothetically, right, 
if you want to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just one game. They can win three of the next four, which we'll see, but it's not impossible. But now you have to factor in on top of that. Yeah, but Munoz wasn't very good. Yeah, but Seawald wasn't very good. This is two in a row for Seawald, two in a row for Munoz, where they've both been, eh. And you have mm-hmm. to also recognize that Robbie Ray is probably going to probably going to throw more pitches in this series. <laughs> like, you needed this win. You needed it. And if you'd just gone out and you just lost like four to nothing or whatever and Verlander just shoved, like, fine. I'd still be like, okay, well, win tomorrow and you have a shot. But because of the way they lost it, I can't help but feel like this is over. Like, just the, the vibes are so bad. The air the, just got sucked out of that clubhouse, and I don't think they can res, uh, resuscitate it. Uh, I don't know if having the day off tomorrow helps or not. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe you just want to get back as soon as you can and, and get back to work. I don't know. I don't well, know how this is going to react. This is going to be the litmus test for the strength of mm-hmm. that clubhouse. And, you know, they we have talked time and time again about how Scott Service is one of the best clubhouse culture builders there is. Mm-hmm. So, let again, let's put that to the test. We're going to see that in full now. If this team has the strength to withstand this. Because, again, the path is there. The plan, I think, or the goal, rather in Houston in these first two games was just to get one. So if you can get one, if you can bounce back on Thursday and get one and go to Seattle with a chance to advance to the ALCS without having to go back to Houston, I think you're still in a good spot, but you really need a big bounce back on Thursday. You need the offense to still get going and you need Luis Castillo to be on his a game. You need Friday, Luis Castillo again. You need that guy. You have to win. You have to yeah, it, I know it's like, well, it's not a, uh, it's not an elimination game. Just math tells you it's not an elimination game. I know. Nobody's that stupid. But also nobody's stupid enough to believe this team's coming back from 2-0 after the loss you just suffered. You have to win. Yep. And if not, yep. then then Saturday, Sunday, that's just kind of going to be like a, a wake at a funeral. You know, and, and it's fine. Maybe they win both. Maybe they force a game five, but you're still going to face Verlander and you're going to be probably throwing – Castillo with three days rest, like the odds against the odds of you winning the series if you go down 2-0, they're as close to zero as you can possibly get without actually hitting zero. Um, but hey, you know, like you said, this team's done it before. You know, they 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 fought back from adversity before, uh, and there are some things going right, mostly with the offense. But yeah, it just it's. Uh, you know, I, I hope the the clubhouse is feeling better about their chances than than we are. But uh, yeah, Thursday be, or yeah, Thursday, right? The schedule is throwing me. Yeah, all yeah, thir- Thursday. Thursday I mean, becomes an even even Jeff Francoeur and and Brian Anderson who were calling the game today were making fun of the schedule. <laughs> like they were taking digs it's at so MLB bad. for it's the so schedule. Bad. Yeah, it's it's that bad, guys. Um, the last thing that I'll say on this, and you know, we'll have a. Hopefully a, a more mm, not necessarily positive show, but a less depressing show. At least we'll see. No we'll see how we feel. Uh, no but I'll, I'll I'll leave you with this for now until we reconvene tomorrow. I refuse to let you leave us on a high note. Not <laughs> happening. So you say your piece, and then I'll totally tear it down, and then we can end the recording. I'm just gonna go la 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 as you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. But the listeners won't. Mm. They got to leave those nasty comments down in the uh, down in the comment section down below. The team can take this in two ways. They can take this as, oh, my God, our season is already over. 
it's out, it's done. We're just going to go through the motions and get eliminated and go home, and that's our season. Or they can take this as, you know, with the way that we lost, what do we have to lose at this point? And so I prefer the second option there. I prefer going into the next few games with that mentality mm-hmm. and seeing what happens. And if you come up short, you come up short. But that's just kind of how you have to go about it right now. Is that really the best you can do, Ty? I mean, like, yeah, that, that's pretty your big much. Attempt. That's not really, it wasn't like, it wasn't a huge thing. I, I, I don't feel Let's great about it, Colby. Let's speech. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a rah-rah speech. I don't, I don't, because it's, it's bad. The vibes are at an all-time low right now. This is awful. Yeah. This is hell. This is absolute baseball hell. This, look, losses like this happen in the postseason, and it more oftentimes than not kills a team. So I totally understand if this team just curls up and dies in a hole the rest of the way here. But again, like I said, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose at this point? No, I mean they're not they're not going to give up. It just we can because we're smart. Um, No, (laughs) no, I'm sorry. Is that the best Uh, you can do, Colby? No. So get get more get more negative. Let's lean really into the. Well, here's where here's where I will end this right because I know a lot of people. I can already read the comments now. Like they didn't go to the playoffs for 21 years, and here they are. You need to be grateful or whatever. Uh, I will be. After this is over, we'll do a post-mortem show. We'll talk all about the amazing things the 2022 Seattle Mariners accomplished, how they're going to be one of the best teams of all t- in franchise history. You know, we'll remember them fondly. We'll break down every t- every player and like what they did well and like how their their legacy should be remembered and all that stuff. We'll have plenty of time to celebrate at the end. Today is not the day. Because I would argue this. If you're already in that mode where you're like, well, they had a great season at least. That's good, right? You've given up more than I have. So I'll just spin that around back on you. Are you sitting here saying, well, they made the playoffs. Like, what are you complaining about? Oh, so you're admitting it's over. You're not even allowing for the possibility that they could possibly play more games. They could possibly win the World Series. You're not even allowing that possibility. So I don't know. Who's the real quitter here? Maybe the one who wants to talk about how great of a season they've already had before it's even over. Just saying. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. And so, you know, we go to Thursday and we see what happens. And that's the beauty of series, right? Instead of one game eliminations. You know, you get totally stepped on my mic drop. Too bad. (laughs) I'm the host. I control this whole thing. (laughs) No, we're we're actually coming off. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, yeah. yeah you, sorry. You can, sorry. Go ahead. Wrap, you control wrap, wrap, the you ahead. control the technical side of everything. Yeah, I shouldn't actually press you here on this. You could just end the recording, and then we'd have to do it all over again. Oh um. man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I mean, this is we're unhinged at this point, and I'm scraping together the little morsels of cope in my brain and my heart right now. Uh, to uh, just tell you, you know, let's uh, let's take tomorrow to uh, just hold this L and uh, recover, and then we'll get back to it on Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the uh, Locked On Mariners podcast. So, so check us out, all that good stuff. Uh, that's gonna do it for our show. And uh, for Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D A N E G N Z L Z. 
and Colby at CPAT11. That's CPAT11. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Now make your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Wonder what he's going to be talking about on his next show. Maybe don't listen to that one, guys. But follow the number one daily league-wide podcast. Anyway, Locked On MLB. It's on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just like us. And with that... Have yourself a, uh, uh, I, I don't know if I can say beautiful baseball day today. So just have yourself a, a day, folks, and, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.